Welcome to the World Beyond the Tale, the Page a Day American Gods podcast. I'm your host, James, and today we're reading page 238. So, said Chief of Police Chad Mulligan, wiping the hot chocolate foam from around his lips, I figure we stop off next at Henning's Farm and Home Supplies, get you a real winter wardrobe, swing by Dave's Finest Food so you can fill your larder, then I'll drop you up by Lakeside Realty. If you can put down a thousand up front for the car, they'll be happy, otherwise five hundred a month for four months should see them okay. It's an ugly car, like I said, but if the kid hadn't painted it purple, it'd be a $10,000 car and reliable. And you'll need something like that to get around this winter, you ask me. This is very good of you, said Shadow, but shouldn't you be out catching criminals, not helping newcomers? Not that I'm complaining, you understand. Mabel chuckled. We all tell him that, she said. Mulligan shrugged. It's a good town, he said simply. Not much trouble. You always get someone speeding within city limits, which is a good thing, as traffic tickets pay my wages. Friday, Saturday nights, you get some jerk who gets drunk and beats on a spouse, and that one can go both ways, believe me, men and women. And I learned when I was on the force in Green Bay I'd rather attend a bank robbery than a domestic in a big city. But out here things are quiet. They call me out when someone's locked their keys in their vehicle, barking dogs. Every year there's a couple of high school kids caught with weed behind the bleachers. Biggest police chase we've had here in five years was when Dan Schwartz got drunk and shot up his own trailer, then went on the run down Main Street in his wheelchair, waving this darn shotgun, shouting that he would shoot anyone who got in his way, that no one would stop him from getting to the interstate. I think he was on his way to Washington to shoot the president. I still laugh whenever I think of Dan heading down the interstate in that wheelchair of his with his bumper sticker on the back. My juvenile delinquent is screwing your honor, student. You remember, Mabel? She nodded, lips pursed. She did not seem to find it as funny as Mulligan did. What did you do? asked Shadow. I talked to him. He gave me the shotgun, slept it off down at the jail. Dan's not a bad guy. He was just drunk and upset. And that's our page. Henning of Henning's Farm and Home Supplies is another German surname really cementing that part of the town's heritage. I also love that it's Dave's finest food. Not fine foods or finest foods, just finest food, and it's Dave's, so... That explains everything, I guess. Chad also really builds up the purple color of the car. Having read the book before, it certainly sounds absolutely abhorrent, but he just keeps talking about it. I guess I sort of forgot the color of the car, though, not the beast itself. The page also gives us a feel for the legal speed of the town. It's slow and quiet most of the time. We get a small detail about Mulligan's life before he came to Lakeside, and I keep going back between Chad and Mulligan and Chad Mulligan. The book does too. I mean, it literally says at the top of the page, Chief of Police Chad Mulligan, as if I would have fucking forgot while I turned the page. Actually, this is a distinct possibility. I have the memory of a minnow sometimes, so maybe. Maybe it's just meant for people like me who are reading this page by page by page. There are dozens of us. I spent like five minutes getting that clip, downloading it, and splicing it in here. It better be goddamn funniest thing you've ever heard. Anyhow, I guess I'll go with Chad for now, but I probably won't remember that in the future. Shadow brings up a good point, though. Shouldn't the chief of police have better things to do than show around a newcomer? I'm of two minds of this. I think a certain amount of suspicion falls on Shadow simply because of his skin color, but at the same time, my father was the chief of police in a small town that's not quite as rural as Lakeside, though certainly has the same speed when it comes to crime and other things. And there isn't always something going on in small towns like this, especially in the middle of winter. So mostly it's probably just smaller things. Speeding tickets, kids with weed, noise complaints, 
stuff like that that Chad mentions on the page. We do get a little bit of backstory on Chad Mulligan that he used to work in Green Bay. Green Bay has a population of 105,000 in the city itself and around 320,000 in the greater metropolitan area. It's good two to three hours from Green Bay to Lakeside if it's in the area. I'm thinking it is at least. So I have to imagine that the small town-ness of Lakeside was a big part of the draw. Of course, another part of the draw of Lakeside is a bit more supernatural, but that's a discussion for another page. The story of Dan Schwartz, another German surname translating to black to refer to someone either in hair or complexion, is a funny story-ish. But I think as a buzzkill, in recent years, we've seen what happens to people who don't get the proper level of punishment for crimes they commit, and how easy it is to write someone off as not a bad guy, just drunk and upset. It could also be a case of a person who has an undiagnosed or untreated mental illness, and you're doing them no favors by finding them a way to, by not finding them a way to get help and assistance that they need. It's shitty. Stop it, Chad. Stop it. Fucking Chad. Get in touch with the show at theworldbeyondthetale at gmail.com and on Twitter at worldbeyondpod. Thank you to Julian Cranganage for the use of his version of St. James Infirmary Blues as the show's theme, and thank you for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with another page, and remember, only the gods are real.